Hey, greetings, salutations, internet uh, fans of podcasts, anyone who enjoys having some adult beverages. I hope you're here to have them with us. Uh, welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Curveballs. My name is Lee. Um, as usual, we got a full panel. We got Tyler, Jim, and Pat with me. Um, first thing we like to do, as we always do, and I think if you guys have been around, you know, uh, we'd like to uh, tip our hat and uh, give mad props and appreciation to all of our men and women have served or are serving in the military. Uh, past, present, future, foreign and domestic. Um, thank you guys for what you do, for allowing us to have our freedom so we can talk this shit. And also, all the first responders, all those those people, man, that, you know, they're working some shitty hours and they're taking care of us when we need them in a pinch. Again, thank you and uh, hats off to you guys. Um, but what I'd like to know, guys, what you want to get into today, but also let me know what everybody's drinking today. If anyone's doing anything different, I'm sure Pat's got something up his sleeve, but... Who wants to start us off? Well, we got the combine. Guys, I'm on Gatorade Zero this morning. There's a good chance I got to go to work. So um <laughs> gotta gotta stay away from from the alcoholic beverages this morning. Um, but the combine, uh, you know, just sitting back thinking and and looking at and again, we've we've spoken about how there was a time where I didn't miss it. I mean, all the days, you know, and and especially because the NFL Network, they'll replay the day's stuff. So I could watch it after work, come home at night. Uh, and, and this year, I just, I haven't. Um, I, I think in, in these recent years, there's too much of guys, they're, they're just going to do their pro workout day, you know. Um, they're not even doing the combine. And, and I give mad props to the guys that are that do go out in front of God and everybody and display their talents. Uh, But there's just too many of them done. Anyway, my point is, is that, so I'm looking over the highlights and, and I did watch some of it and stuff, uh, the highlights, but it's just amazing to me, the athleticism uh, in that these guys that are getting ready to play in the NFL and how that's going to translate and transition themselves to the NFL uh, but when you have linebackers, guys that are running four fours, they're faster than the running backs. You have edge rushers running in the four fours. They're faster than running backs. You know, Blake Corum, the, the kid from Michigan, such a good, really, really good running back, great talent. He runs a four five, and that's slow. Did you see yeah. the arms on that Blake Corum kid? I, I know. Oh my that's God. slow. He's got, he's got edge rushers. That are ru- that are running faster than he is, and linebackers, yeah. the athleticism, and again, I don't know. I, let me ask you guys this: How far? Say you you participate at the combine. How far can you rise? Actually, in reality, can you rise uh, in in your draft stock? Uh, because I'm seeing some guys that are that are projected fourth, fifth round. You know, and and they're having great workouts, but does it all just come back to the tape? I, I you know what, Jim, that's a great question. And as you we were talking about the draft, so let me just start by saying, I've actually I, I toned it down a little bit today. I'm not putting a shot in any of my beverages. Um, that's had a few last night, but I'm actually drinking some uh, salmon fly honey rye from the Madison River Brewing Company um fantastic beer yeah it's uh it's an amber it's got a it's kind of sweet 
got a hint of honey, really easy drinking. I, I could see myself sitting in a bar or somewhere with some friends putting these down pretty quick. So really uh, goes down really nice. Good taste in beer. I'm, I'm going to have to get some more of this stuff. Um, you know, Jim, what I was thinking was how often have we seen a guy be kind of ho-hum third, fourth round, get into the draft and based on what he does, shoot up the charts. And I, I got to be honest with you, maybe, you know, we, we do the eyeball test on here, so I'm not going to pull up any stats, but uh, you know, we all follow, follow sports pretty avidly. And I think it's been, you know, very far and few between there have been cases where guys have just went out and performed at the combine and opened some eyes and are like, wow, you know, maybe went from the second to late first, maybe went from third to high second but there haven't been a whole lot of cases where where a guy doesn't pop on game film, blows away the combine, and you're he's rising a whole lot. I I know it's happened, but I think it's very rare. And the other thing I would say about that, the other question I want to ask, kind of throwing your guys' plate, is outside of injury, okay, so let's just put injury aside for right now. Is there ever a case where a guy choosing not to – participate in the combine does that ever work out well I, if anything i think it's like you're afraid of your stock going down I, I, am i wrong on that i like, think are you, no, are you I throwing think a caleb right. williams is this a caleb williams reference not throwing any reference and you know yeah. these guys that choose not to participate in the draft what are they afraid of are in the combine go ahead t what were you gonna say no i think oh, that's man, it i think that's it i think like a Marvin Harrison Jr. or a Caleb Williams or exactly. Malik Neighbors or, you know, like any – I think they only have something to lose. Because And, that's just, and, and I, would like, I would like to see everybody go to the Combine. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I love the Combine. I've Absolutely. Since I was like, – like what Jim brought up, like I would spend full weekends every day, all day, watching the Combine from the time it started to the time it ended. And – but there's so much money involved, though, is what I like. Ridiculous money. I just I just think like I I get it. I get why somebody like a Caleb Williams isn't going to throw because you're thrown to a bunch of receivers. Did you guys see uh, Michael Penix yesterday? I, I didn't. He, I, dude, he threw he threw a couple fucking dimes down the field. One dude didn't put his hands up. The ball hit like a yard maybe in front of his toes. Just didn't put his hands up, thought it was overthrown, and threw another beautiful deep ball, right? Guy fucking drops it. And you're like, that doesn't look great for Michael Penix, throwing to a well, bunch no. of guys that he's never thrown to. I, I disagree with that, though, Ty. I think something like that. I think I think the guys that are evaluating these players can look and be like, that's a beautiful throwing ball. Dipshit didn't catch it. But yeah. it, but a, a big a big time receiver, even a, a receiver in the NFL is catching that ball. In the game, yeah, I think I agree up with Pat on that. I think they're they're going to see what he did with the arm and where that ball went. I think that Absolutely. means more than the rest. But Caleb Williams, when you're projected to be a number one pick in the draft, if you participate in all of this stuff, it can only take you down. That's, it's not where okay, you're going to try to go from the end of yeah. the first round. You know, that's the only thing it can do. If you have a bad day throwing the and ball, well, it's man, just going to be people shit talking you. For, and yep. he might still go one. He might go out there, shit the bed, not do great. Measurables aren't great, whatever. Shit yeah. the bed. Now you just get shit talked. You're still going to be the number one overall pick, you know? But I think if you're, like, in that top ten, top five 
conversation. I don't, I, I can't get pissed off at them for not doing it because technically they got a higher probability of going down in the draft for exactly. their performance than going up. Well, let me, you know, let I mean? me flip the script then, Lee. Let me flip the script because for the most part, I agree with you, but I just want to be clear. Do you guys think that there's not a situation? There, there's not, there's, there just, there does, there's not a situation that exists where these guys can go to the draft and absolutely crush the draft and really elevate his stock. You don't think that's possible? You're talking about crush the combine, not that you keep saying draft. Ah, yeah, I'm saying the draft. I'm sorry, I got the draft in my mind. Well, no, because it, it affects it affects draft. It, it does. Yeah, but, okay, but but go to the combine and absolutely make the combine his bitch. Wouldn't that even be like, wow? Okay, so we were we were towing the line on making him our pick. Now he's absolutely our. I mean, so you don't think there's a situation where he could have gone and really? I just don't. Him? You're not seeing you're not seeing a a potential third round pick. Somebody maybe that is right there, maybe a top one hundred guy on boards, but towards the end of that, those guys aren't sitting out of the combine unless they're right, hurt. Of course. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's just I think the those top, top picks, it's like the top elite guys, like you said, Lee, that's gonna be a top five, top ten they guy. They got nowhere to go sure. but down nine times yeah. out of ten. The only thing they can yeah. do is hurt their stock. Yeah, but but true. on the other hand, guys, last year. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud both through. Yeah. 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 At the combine. Is it because of that? Was it was a weaker quarterback class? Basically, you're looking at the the top two quarterbacks, the two that were going to be. So, yeah, you go throw C.J. Stroud. Smart move. He went and he threw, showed everybody that he's right there with. I think he made Carolina's choice way tougher. Texas. Oh, man choice uh, the texans choice way easier by throwing uh, but i think it was also a weak quarterback class compared to this year i mean right, they, but do you think jimmy potentially on, see five quarterbacks go in the first round on yeah, that note do you more. think do you think there is something to be said about who his representation is also whether he's going to throw because you know they got their agents locked up if they're declared I mean, these agents aren't stupid either. They could they could be filling his head full of shit too. Be like, oh, don't do it. You're yeah. already going number one. Well, and this might be the class where you go, okay, Bo Nix goes out there and just kills this thing. Right. You know, or JJ McCarthy, who is creeping, creeping up as we speak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and and that could be the whole thing right there. Is they're like, okay, Bo Nix, JJ McCarthy. They go out there and they kill it. What does that say about Drake May, Jaden Daniels, and Caleb Williams? Yeah, you know they're scared. They kind of makes it look also, scared. Or just don't throw, or just don't yeah. go work out, or or you would better kill it. Also, um, the whole Caleb Williams thing, man, it's it's a shit show to me. And if I'm an NFL team with all these quarterbacks, that potential first rounders, if I'm the Bears, listen, Bears, fucking take him. Good, get rid of get rid of Justin. Fields, let Justin Fields go and and take a team to the playoffs. The Bears, this whole Caleb Williams thing, guys, and and again, I don't know the the whole truth. I just know what I've been reading, what I've been hearing, and this fucking guy wanting wanting a percentage of the team. He doesn't want to sign a rookie contract. No, no. He wants a percentage of the team and. Yeah. And just his answers in the interview and stuff like that. Well, and, and the demands, the demands. So imagine this, the demands this kid continues to make 
I don't care what team you put him on right now. I don't care if he finagles his way to go to a winning ball club. I mean, we've, we've seen it with uh, – uh, was it Eli Manning? Is that the one that turned down? Okay. So we've seen these players say, I'm not going there. I'm not going here. So maybe he's able to finagle his way to a team that he wants to play for. What's that locker room going to be like? These, oh, veterans, I mean, watch him come, these veterans watch him come in here and be like, who the fuck are you to make all these demands? You're a rookie, man. Well, and so I've heard a couple different uh, analysts, and they're they're jumping off this Caleb Williams um, they're jumping quick. off the train and it quick uh, about how they, you know when you do look at tape uh, footwork uh, does he have arm talent absolutely leadership abilities things like that uh, and and yeah maybe he does go he still goes number one I mean he's pretty much consensus and has been uh, for a long time but but with all this coming out and and he's at the combine he's just not working out Right. Uh, but he's doing his interviews. He's, you know, yep. he's standing in front of the media and everything. And I think the more he opens his mouth, the more that eyes are saying, what is this? I'm really, you, I, this really in, in my, in my war room, in my war room, just his mouth takes him off my board. I'm sorry. There's so many quarterbacks that could be good. So really, listen, really top I'll, I'll talent. Double. I'm not going to invest in a shit show who has an attitude really? problem that really? thinks and, and, he's a God. And, could put you back 10 years, right? You picked exactly. the wrong guy with the first one. So here's in well, my the Bears world, will do it. The Bears are good. Yeah, I mean, you gotta also look at who's drafting number one. I don't yeah. <laughs> so here, listen, in my war room, 100 times out of 100 times, I'm trade this year, maybe not next year, maybe not last year, but this year, if I'm sitting there with the number one pick, I'm trading back. I'm trading back 11 times out of 10. No, because no, like what Jim that. said, there's there's five quarterbacks right now that are going to be, you know, are going to be solid, really good NFL quarterback. Why wouldn't you trade that? But the Bears are that stupid, man. The Bears are that dumb. They've proven it. You you trade back. Listen, you trade back to number three. You're still going to get a top player, one of the top best players in the draft, and you're going to pick up another first round pick. The thing I is, agree, man. The thing is, is Justin Fields is such a good kid, and yes, yes. And, and then you've got this Caleb Williams coming in, and and he's just the polar opposite in what I've seen. Agreed. So far. The polar opposite of a Justin Fields. Are you really going to bring him in as a rookie and expect anything different? Um, I I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm with you, Pat. I think I think you just you trade back because if, if there's a JJ McCarthy or a Bo Nix, yeah. um you know, sitting down there at, at 10, 12, whatever, and you can get another couple first round picks um for that number but one the, overall. The Bears I, aren't I gonna but the Bears aren't gonna do they're not gonna trade back to draft a different quarterback. Well okay, think, right? I mean, because then you're still in the same conundrum that you're in with well, the whole Justin well, Fields thing. That's yeah. a that's a fair that's a fair take, Ty. But here's what I would say about that. And here's my philosophy on that. Yeah, that's a fair take and and I, I sympathize that 100%. Here's what I got to say about that. If you trade back and take a Bo Nix, you're not going to get hung out to dry that bad because you picked up another first-round pick. If you take the first – if you spend the first overall pick on Caleb Williams, he comes in and is a fucking dumpster fire, dude, <laughs> you are going to – GM's going to lose their job – um, it's going to be, it's going to be anarchy, man. And, and so, and I'm not saying do this to appease the fans, but I'm just saying, I think you've got a better chance of succession by trading back, picking up another pick. 
you know, the more first round picks you have, the, the, the better the odds you have of somebody hitting. You take that for you better. You better make sure that that's a guy that you want because if he comes in and stinks it up, I agree. Well, with that times all, I'm about, all I'm saying is that if they if they do trade back, it's not going to be to pick a different quarterback. They're going to pick a offensive lineman or a receiver. Well, okay, and like yeah. If, why would you're not going to Marvin go Harrison Jr. or something? Yeah, I you mean, know. Well, that's guys, what they do need you, to do. Do you guys think? Because I don't. I don't. When I think of generational. Um, you know, I don't, I, as far as a quarterback goes, I don't, I can't imagine, uh, a quarterback, college quarterback being generational in the NFL period. There because have been, some. It's, a, it's such a completely different, completely right. different game and so much more advanced that calling, calling a kid generational. And um, how many times have you heard that? I know it. And it's it's Andrew, yeah, it's Andrew just... Luck, right? Andrew Luck was supposed to be yeah. the next best, and he was good. Don't get me wrong; like he, he really I'm not saying he's a bust by any means. He was very, very good, but he was supposed yeah. to be the next guy since Elway, right? Is what he was yeah. like the can't miss guy. Trevor Lawrence then was. Sure, general, I, I was just Trevor Lawrence say, Trevor was supposed Lawrence. to be the next, Trevor and Lawrence, he's good. Yeah. He's not, he's good. But he's not generational, man. He's Th- not that's generational. what I mean. That's what I mean. And this Caleb Williams, I've watched, I've been watching some tape and some highlight reels and shit like that. Sorry, guys, I don't think he's generational. No, I mean, I agree a hundred percent. USC, a generational quarterback, takes your team to titles, whether it's your conference title or or whether it's into the playoffs or whatever. Generational, especially at a place like USC with Lincoln Riley and and. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't see it. I don't see him being generational and I don't see him being that much better than Jaden Daniels at LSU. I don't the see only, I agree with you, Jenny. The only person that I think could actually hold that torch when he gets there is going to be Arch Manning because that kid, I think, he's he, but he's got to prove it at Texas. He's got to prove it at Texas. Right. But Caleb <laughs> Williams, if you look at his body of work, I agree with you. I I don't see it, but they want to throw that out there, like, oh my god, it, it's hype, it's hype, like they do on everything. Okay, so I, I'm going to say this, and 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 now I I would be a fool by by saying this, but if you go back, and a lot of people forget, but if you go back and look, the last generation quarterback, in my opinion, that I really thought at the time was absolutely generational, was Deshaun Watson, because people forget his first two years in the league. He was the highest-rated passer two years in a row yep. above above Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, and he was twenty-three. And had he kept had had and 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 also never forget he was playing with five guys from a county, from nine from he was playing with ten guys from a county. He had nobody on that team. Well, DeAndre was Hopkins there, was pretty. He was good. out there throwing twenty. I was going to say he, he had a couple. He had a couple helpers there, but his well, whole well, line and No, listen, they traded. He had Hopkins, but then remember what they did? They traded Hopkins, so he traded his only weapon. He still went out there and threw forty-one hundred yards, twenty-eight touchdowns, two picks. His completion percentage was up there, sixty-nine percent. Yeah, but look where he's at now. Well, okay, now. that's his fault. And, He's and the thing is, I agree it's his fault. I agree yeah. it's his fault. The thing is, fault, is again, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't think, I. there's been very, very few, and I think Andrew Luck was one, I hate to say it, uh, RG3 coming out of college, the way yeah. he could throw the football. Um, And I'm going to tell, I'm going to say another word that another guy that was generational in college and what happened to him, and that's Vince Young. 
Vince Young. Vince Young. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, good in college. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Caleb. I'm sorry, Caleb Williams doesn't hold a hold a candle to yeah. Vince Young. His God, his, I forgot all his, about Vince. That is a good one. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy was amazing. I, mean, I got a, he did. I got a question for: Is there anything across any sport that makes an amateur more well? And an amateur with the NIL stuff is that's tic tacky. But is there anything that makes? somebody more money off the field or not on tape, not in a game than the 40 yard dash. No, I don't think there is. I think, I think you run, if you run a good 40, I don't know that there's anything else that makes a guy more money that isn't game related. Well, don't you think Xavier Worthy, a Texas Texas receiver that just did a 4-2-1 draft stock, dude. 4.21. Yeah. He has the record 40 yard dash. The problem I have with him, yeah, he's fast as shit. He's what, 5'11? Which tells me he's probably more like 5'9 and a half. Cause you know these receivers, they elevate their height. Yeah. Oh, I think at the I think at the at the combine is like I think that's like a pretty accurate I think yeah. like whatever yeah, he was listed on the roster at Texas, he probably said like he was 6'1. Yeah, yeah, you can't make that mistake though, man. Cause they're I'll I'll throw one name at you. Steve Smith. What was he? Oh, I agree. He, but the, I mean, the Grizzlies, perfect example. They live with five eight, five nine receivers, you know, that are fast. Yeah. But I get it. But then you have another. Oh, who was the other Texas receivers? Like six two or six three? That was right in that four three whatever range. He was. I think he had the sixth fastest. Yeah. That's so where wh- where do you go? The it, his last name is Mitchell. So yeah, yeah being a GM would suck right now. Being a GM and having to go. Okay, so. Yeah, but because if you if you miss if you miss, that's a quick way to find the door, man. I mean, if you miss well, in a couple of years of drafts, well, a couple, right, a couple, see you later. A couple of guidelines on that: you missed, you miss. Obviously, it's a lot more hurtful when you miss high first round. You miss in the fourth, oh, fifth time. round. Who gives a shit? Or well, I mean, who gives a shit? But again, this is why there's so much pressure on the Bears organization. They've been a dumpster fire for what 10, 15, 20 years. I mean, they've been. I, I don't. I can't remember the last time. Since they made 1985, the let's let's take they, it back I to 1985. I can't remember the last time they made the playoffs. And so, I hate to say it, but all the pressure. There's no pressure on the rest of the NFL. There's all the pressures on Chicago, man. Like you got to get true. this right. If you, if all right, you T. So I I got to ask Tyler a question because I want to show you guys. So Pat, you and I talked about this. Remember? I think if you guys can see that, that's from Kettlehouse Snowblind. That's a white stout. Okay. So you think of a stout. That's it's normally a me. very dark beer. This is not that. So freaking good. Anyway, I, know, I see Tyler's been pounding some down. I just assume it's bush lights, but I had to interrupt and ask because we're all drinking on this panel. So what you got? No, that's uh, that's a pretty solid assumption, but tall ones. <laughs> Tall ones. Oh, he went with the big oh, boys. boys. Yeah, nice. I'm going. I'm going off the as the GM of the beers that I drink. Um, I'm going off the measurables here. So this one's a a little bit bigger. It's like my left tackle. So, so are you right. finding? Are you finding in Oregon? Because like they've been doing that here. I've noticed like like the the Coors Light and Coors Banquet and all that. Now it's you know it had 18 packs. It was always 12 ounce cans. Now these motherfuckers got 18 packs of 16 ounce cans, pounders, and I'm like saying, and they're, they're on sale. I'm like, four more ounces, then it costs less? Hell yes, I'm diving into that yeah. shit all day long. Yeah. It's a thing. 
Yeah, an 18 pack of tall boys. I'm not very good at math, but I know this that an 18 pack of tall boys is 24 short boys. Exactly right. Do with that as, do with that as you will. <laughs> I don't even know we that knew I you needed were to say that. I don't know that maybe everybody is like, yeah, no shit. No, no. I bet you you've got people out there going right now going. Hmm. They're grabbing a calculator going, wait a minute. I, oh, I, just, I just know if I drink three, three tall boys, that's four I short was, boys. I was today's, I Fact. was today years old when I found out that. That's you know there's people yeah. out there yeah. saying, that's a smart motherfucker right there. Yeah. Drinking yeah, all yeah. them tall boys. <laughs> nope. Tyler, you do want, you resemble I know math. Mark? I know math in ounces and grams. Anything, anything else, wow. dude, off the fucking table. Wow, nice. Well done. Well played. Oh, well yeah. Played, and grams, the grams, I'm assuming, are rolling off the table as well. You know, or... <laughs> no I comment. We're I know all responsible. Kind of I don't know why that math comes so easy to me. Well, I got but a couple Don't, don't throw trigonometry at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't I don't give a fuck you. about Pythagorean and his theorem. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> Pythagorean? I yeah. don't even know how to pronounce it either, so I'm going to leave that one alone. Hey, so uh, watched the fights last night. I don't know if you guys did. Watched the I fights didn't. yesterday. Oh, man, I was just expecting so much more from that heavyweight, the the, the, the um, main event. Ended per did that end quick? I can't remember. I, saw, I was trying to watch the highlights this morning, and then I got freaking bowed up and had to go take care of some shit, so I didn't get to see all of them. You know, honestly, Lee, I, I stopped watching it because it was like the third round, and you know how heavyweights – Oh yeah! By the third round, they're laying on each other and stuff. So I actually, I stopped. I don't even know how it how it ended. There was a couple decent fights up until then, um, but it, uh, I don't know, man. I just can't wait till two ninety nine, two ninety nine stacked. Uh, that's, that's gonna, gonna be the one to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. next good. weekend, right? Yep. Sean hey, so I want to throw. Yeah. I want to throw. I want to throw one thing out there though, too, because if you guys didn't see this. Because I was kind of like off and on with this whole bare knuckle shit. But on Friday, um, DeSantos Jr. And I've loved Junior DeSantos since when he was in the UFC. Okay. He just won the heavyweight title in Gamebred, bare knuckle. And he... Oh, wow. And I'm sorry. This this fight lasted with Belcher, lasted two rounds. And, and DeSantos won by TKO. And I'm telling you, dude, the blood, the amount of blood... In that ring. And DeSantos, after he wins, runs up to the camera and off his hand wipes blood right on the lens. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Wow. But Junior Dos Santos, Junior Dos Santos, if you guys haven't seen it, it won't take you long. Dial up the highlights from Friday night, Bare Knuckle, the heavyweight championship. It was bloody and bloody early. And Belcher was working DeSantos pretty good in the first round. But I feel so, like because the UFC, like I'm kind of like Jimmy. I'm waiting for next weekend for a decent card. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of those uh, bare knuckles. They're they're always it's it's a bloodbath. I mean, it's they oh god they, guys guys get cut and they and they bleed and it's it's just there's blood all over the octagon. It's it's bad, man. Yeah, if you've got a soft stomach, don't 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 watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a soft stomach. Holy shit! Hey, hey this wow. is off topic. <laughs> This is off topic, uh, change the subject, but I, I, I saw a clip this weekend. Uh, who here remembers Corey Feldman? Anybody remember who oh, that yeah. is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, let me first say, before before I go into this, let me just say, I, I've always enjoyed a lot of his movies. 
I think he's been a pretty good actor. He's kind of been disappearing. If nobody on this panel or anybody listening to us has not seen it, Google Corey Feldman, the comeback king. Because now he is putting on live performances that is so cringeworthy. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not kidding. Like, he's impersonating Michael Jackson. I think like, he's been doing that since he was a kid, though. One, okay, but... <laughs> he's Google not a kid it, anymore. Right, no. Google it. He was cute when he was a kid. Now he's out there, woo, doing that shit, right? With one glove on. And, and here's Wait, could you do that again? Can... Wait a minute, I didn't No, I will time. not do that again. And, and here's the best way I can describe it, man, is think middle school talent show. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and he's got, what, is this like a podcast? Is no, it like it's, a podcast? It's, 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 he's going around the country. And, and here's the worst part. As, as he's getting ready to do his show, people in the audience are like laughing, dude. Like, oh my, like, dude, it's, I, I felt embarrassed for him, man. I don't even know the fucker. And I'm like, dude, just. Well, let's, let's back up. Let's back up even further than that. There are fucking people that are paying to watch it. Yeah, it well, okay, dude, that's there's somebody yeah. that's yeah. paying him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, somebody greenlit green green that and was like, dude, not bad. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> up bad. there we dancing. We make money off this. He's up there dancing, singing. Oh, and then before he comes out, the band, there's two bands, one on this side, one on this side of the stage, one one on each side of the stage. And they're trying to get in sync. And as the audience is watching this, he's like blasting each band saying, come on, guys, get on the right tune. <laughs> I mean, he's he's getting pissed at so them. Can I, doing can, I ask, can I ask the and there, obvious and there, question, Patrick? I, I'd like to know how exactly you found this or how TikTok. this... I saw it on TikTok. Okay, yeah, and, I was and, like, I, Holy and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I watched it. I watched it like five times because I was crying. I was laughing so fucking hard. Okay, so you weren't going through one of your old Tiger Beat magazines and getting emotional, okay, well, and then you Googled Corey okay, Feldman. Okay. Well, first of all, um, dickhead, I never fucking had that magazine, so I don't know who the fuck you're thinking about, but not this guy, dude. No, negative ghostwriter. So he's oh, blasting, on. he's blasting the fucking bands. Come on, guys, get on the right, you know. And finally, and they start Indians start start singing, "Come back, he's the comeback king, come back, he's the comeback." Before he starts his fucking, and I'm just sitting there going, "Dude, just go home to your house and put your feet up. What are you doing? Like you're killing me, man. Oh, it's it's hideous. It's it's cringeworthy, dude. You're just going, dude. This is." You got to be short on cash, right? Yeah, is but who was cool? the, who was yeah, but who was the other Corey? They were both a bunch of drug Corey, addicts, weren't uh, they? Corey Hain, Corey Feldman, and Corey Corey Hain. Hain. yeah, you got it. Is, yeah. And weren't they, they were just like some shows. hardcore yeah. addicts though? Like, like oh, they got yeah. like Jesus, holy shit! Well, didn't Corey Hain die? He's he did, he did. <laughs> yeah, he overdosed. Yes, I think he did. I think he he over he, he had something in his. I, I can't. But there was drugs involved. There was something with drugs. Yeah. Oh, good lord! So that that was like a complete detour. Well, it just <laughs> I just was okay. I, I didn't know if you guys seen it, but like I said, when you get done with this, and anybody listening to us, Google Corey Feldman, the Comeback King. I swear to God, it'll make your day, man. You'll be like, wow. <laughs> do you, you like the, Do you like this guy or do you not like him? Yeah, I'm fucking. I, I, listen, is it I good like or movies? is it not? <laughs> well, it's it's funny because it's it's. Like I, I have no problem with him making a comeback and trying to get in the spotlight, but not like this, man. Not like this. What? I mean, 
he's a he's a good actor. He's I, I've I've enjoyed a lot of the movies he's been in, but I just can't believe that this is what he is resorting to to make a buck now, man. It's like I said, yeah, think middle school talent show. It's his that best bad. movies are when he was a kid, though, before right, he got emotionally wrecked by Michael Jackson and everybody else in the industry. Of course. Yeah. So I mean, Lost Boys. I go to Lost Boys. That's that was a great movie. But that's yeah. like Stand he by was me. a kid. Stand by me. So my kids still watch Stand by Me like every other time they're in my house, man. It's like I get Stand I by Me is a great movie. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah, and he plays pretty much what he's turned into in that movie. Mm -hmm. Exactly. A crazy little, a crazy little fucker, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. Oh, it, shit. Um, well, just for you, Pat, we're going to try and uh, have them bring Tiger Beat back and make it a reality. And Tiger Beat. <laughs> hey, you guys be, all, but back in those days, you time. might be a little, a little accurate if you said something like maybe Playboy or Penthouse, but not Tiger Beat, dude. No. You guys see that uh, Paul Skeens versus Jackson Holly? Did you yeah. guys see they, they got to face each other in spring training? I saw they were going to face each other. How'd it go? Uh, it, it was actually ground out to second, but holiday. But uh, that Paul Skeens, dude, is scary. That's a big boy out there throwing 101, 102 miles an hour. Um, yeah. How, is he like a Randy Johnson kind of like intimidating? <clears throat> I don't I'm think he's familiar. that big, but he's 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 big. I mean, he's not like tall like Randy Johnson okay. is tall, but he's big. He's a big guy, and oh. and when he, they you watch him from the side, and when they show him pitching like from the side, dude, it looks like he's just handing the ball to the catcher. It, it's just so the way he strides out, and it, it's yeah, pretty amazing. I think the kid's going to be good, and I think so is that Jackson Holiday. So, so that was that was one of the intimidating things about Randy Johnson is when he when he delivers the pitch, it looks it, he was so big and lanky. It looked like his his hand was halfway to home plate. Well, and there's the thing about Randy Johnson too: his arm angle, his arm angle was like yeah. it was coming from first base. Right. You no. Know? Right. I, I oh, sat. Yeah, behind, I was in. I watched the Mariners, and I sat behind home plate one time when Randy Johnson was pitching. And guys, it wasn't. It's not fair. <laughs> when yeah. he when he no. was when he was on his game, it wasn't fair. And I'm sitting up enough to where I can I can watch the pitch and everything. And and he'd throw that you know 99 miles an hour. Of course, I don't think he'd ever had enough time to get max velocity because you're right. By the time he would stride out and everything, fuck, he's throwing from 40 feet away. Right. Um, but. It, it just wasn't fair. 99-mile-an-hour fastball coming from first base, and then he throws Mr. Snap. He throws that slider. And when you're yeah. up behind home plate and you get to see that and what that pitch does, it's how does anybody hit that? Well, that's, and why league hitters, that's why major league hitters have got to be like the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah. And and to be fair, oh. his slider was, what, 91? He's throwing a 91-mile-an-hour oh, yeah. slider? I mean, that's a fastball. Oh, dude, he – Man. He had he had sliders hit 96, 97 when it, he was, was younger. But it was just he was insane. When you're sitting yeah. behind and you're watching these pitches and what they're doing, and you're running, well, that's why nobody can fucking hit it. Yeah. That's why. So listen, I'm just super stoked because my St. Louis Cardinals signed 52-year-old Brandon Crawford. I'm just curious why they didn't uh, give Jeter a call. Like he doesn't uh, even want to be there. He awesome. wanted to be with the Giants. I, I mean, Jeter I mean, would have been Crawford. a better call. 
great signing, man. So, you know what, oh, guy? Were... Brandon Crawford's one of the most solid guys in yeah, in dude, he's, he's like yeah. he's like fifty. He's solid. He's you know like what you're 50. gonna get. Oh my god, that guy! But you it, but it just, fits. We got like looks just like him. We get we got like forty two year old Lance Lynn. We got a hundred two year old freaking. I mean, that's all we signed like the all Geritol team this offseason. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah, it's gonna go well. Hey, did well, you guys uh, see uh, the did you guys see the Cam Newton fight? Yeah, I I saw, you guys see the fight yeah. he got in? Bullshit, that's the wrong that's the wrong I, I don't Cam Newton is just keeps just like he's trending downward with people, oh, yeah. I think, for the most part. Yeah. But also he's fucking huge. He's a monster. Oh, yeah. dude. He was, dude, they there was like six guys that jumped him and he was just fucking stiff arming them. It looked like he was trying to rush for a fucking touchdown, dude. Oh he was <laughs> he was just shucking guys. He's laughing. He's like fucking laughing, dude. These guys are like way smaller than him. <laughs> wasn't well, it during? A, they needed six or seven of them. Wasn't it during like a flag football tournament or so? So I yeah, I I looked it up a little bit, and apparently it was um got because he has his own like seven on seven team flag football team or whatever. And some of the guys that used to coach his team split off and went and did their own thing. And that was the whole deal was it was Cam Newton's team against a bunch of guys that used to coach for him, their team. And I guess it got heated and well, obviously it got heated. heated, Let's look, let's look at the fucking video, but like those guys couldn't do a goddamn thing. Well, okay, if, listen. I don't even know Cam why. Newton, Cam Newton, by all by all rights and standards, Cam Newton is still young enough. If he had any ability left at all, he should still be in the NFL. What is he? Is he thirty five? Probably something know. like that. No, yeah, I bet he's something. It's got to be in that area. He's relatively young. I mean, there, there's you, we've seen you know countless examples of decent quarterbacks playing thirty eight, thirty nine into their forties and. This dude can't get a cup of coffee with any team because he's that bad, man. So this is but he's to do still with a fucking unit. Oh, I know. Know. Okay, because he can't throw a football anymore. No, 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 no. Mean- I, yeah. yeah, I wasn't making reference to that. I'm just saying that that his last two or three years, probably more than that, but at least the last three years in the NFL, he was like the lowest rated passer out of so many but attempts. that's the thing though and he still likes to talk shit it's been pretty recent that yeah. he talks shit about players that are in the league and he's yeah. not okay yeah. well i'd like so, to see so the trending down see him in a one-on-one fight because i know <laughs> what i just fucking saw and uh that's a put him in the ring i mean i i don't i don't like what he all the shit that he talks i don't like Listen, all that either that, but all also, that like, hair up on the top of his head scares me so no right. i ain't getting in the ring with that dude he is a goddamn he is when when he would do the superman thing he literally was superman yes yeah. yeah, he was five 250 yeah okay. i saw two i saw two different videos of him getting in fights at practice and he's his helmet got ripped off on one and he's got josh norman by his fucking pads and he's just laughing He's just fucking laughing, driving him to the ground. You're like, dude, that's a that's an elite athlete in the whole fucking world. Josh Norman was at that time. Yeah, and Cam, and Cam Newton's, Newton's laughing like look. he like it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's those a, guys he's didn't. A... I don't think I obviously those guys bit off more than they could chew. 
Oh God! Yeah. Well, duh. I don't think I don't think well, they should have known well, better. I mean, let's be okay, real. So, so can we just be real about that? Those six guys that are taking him on. There wasn't one of those six guys that probably knew how to fight. Just being honest. <laughs> you know I, what? His arms were. He just had him. He like had him out That's like I'm this. Saying. It looked yeah. like fucking uh the Three Stooges and shit. Like they couldn't even hit him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Listen, bitches, everybody at home, like, yeah, but, dude, it looked like guy, Larry Curly and Mo, and then he leaned in at one point, and you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> uh oh. But I'm telling you, a guy that knows how to fight, you break a guy's fucking knee. I don't care if he's six five, seven foot. You break his fucking knee, man. That's. I'm just saying, you got to know how to fight. Oh, of yeah, course, if you just come, Jose Aldo didn't run up, up on him and fucking come up to it. You come up to a guy six five and do this shit. Yeah, you're gonna get knocked the fuck out if you know how to fight, man. It, I'm just saying, those six guys clearly didn't know how to fight. So, but hey, you uh, know what? Uh, the fact that the fact that he uh, just made cocktails and curveballs tells us that he's still evidently something to talk about. I just oh, thought it was Tyler fucking crazy, dude. Who gets jumped by six? I don't care. Pick six guys. Fucking turn around in a in the grocery us store. Four, pick six us four guys. and two more. Us four and two more. No, I'm not I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Actually, yeah, I think we'd fuck Cam Newton up, but <laughs> I <think we> could, <laughs> but I bet those guys thought that too. I bet they, those fucking guys were like, yeah. "I got my fucking squad here. I got my boys in, with me. We're good." Been in numerous fucking fights and like, Dude, and then ran into Cam Newton, and they were like. You give me three guys. <laughs> you, you give me three guys that that, that le, le, legitimately know how to fight, and they will fucking throw Cam Newton a fucking beating. Well, okay, well, I'm three on yeah. one. I would hope. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I mean, saying for what it was, though. I'm not oh, yeah, saying yeah, that, I mean, that you can watch. Watch. There will be to fucking jump well, Cam Newton. Listen. Well, he can you will, imagine? He wait, 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 Pat. Can you imagine if like like. Through some weird happenstance in the world, in the internet, the Cam Newton gets a glimpse of cocktails and curveballs and goes says, out on meeting. Goes, I want you four motherfuckers, and I want I'd you in down. this ring. I will I, I'd fly be, you I'd there. I, will I would be down. I would be absolutely down. And if you fuckers can give me any fucking help, that motherfucker will catch a beating, and he'll never. Fucking That's what you think. That's what you think is if you fought Cam Newton, you would just need a little bit of help. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't I'm not saying so. by myself. I'm not saying no, I you, you said you needed a little bit of not to stand there and watch me. That's what I'm saying. You, you want to fucking dance around me. and distract him? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, Tyler's going to take the shot on Cam Newton well, is getting stiff so like, into the fucking pavement. Yeah. So you see Cam Newton on the panel. Well, maybe by, by saying the Cam Newton should take on the panel, you mean I'm going to take on Cam Newton? What the fuck, man? I don't know, dude. You put, fucking gold, you put that gold, that gold dust jumper on and fucking dance around. Well, I can actually. Yeah, I can you know you what? This. If you did that, you you and Cam Newton might be fucking matching. So who knows? Listen, you guys I'm might look at each other like man. the Spider-Man meme. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to stand in front of him like the 20s and go, "Come on, Cam." Fuck, man. Of course you're going to get your ass beat. I'm just saying, if you know how to fight, dude, you're not going to stand in front of that motherfucker. You, there's a way to take a big guy like that down. And if you motherfuckers can give me any assistance, we will throw that bitch <laughs> a fucking beat down like he's never had. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, man, we, we got your back, Patrick. Don't worry about it. 
We got your back. It'll be okay. I see you smiling, okay. so I don't know if you do got my back. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, with you. I yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry, man. It's funny oh, as shit to fuck. me, though, actually. Because if that <laughs> motherfucker ever saw this episode and he all of a sudden goes, "I'm gonna fuck with these guys," and said, and then, "I'll pay, cause... I'll pay all for you, faggots." Oh, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> if he's if he say that, no no, 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 that was Cam Newton. I was Cam Newton right there. That wasn't me. If Cam Newton said oh, that, well, I'm sorry. If Cam Newton said, right hey, you poor mother effers, I'll pay all four of you guys to fly to one spot and I'll whoop all four of your asses. Dude, I, I'm down. I'm down. I'll take I'm busy. You know I don't what? know. I might have something going no, on that day. No, T, T, we are down for the pub, man. That would up some subscriptions. Come on, bro. You know we'll take one for the team. Well, what I got to be honest with you. The, the, pub, the pub would be nice, but I'm not going to lose, fuckers. So I'd be going no, to No, no, I'm not either. But you know what? It becomes a win-win for cocktails and curveballs. How many groups of guys do you think around the world that saw that and were like, those guys are big. What if, okay, what if this? What if on the flip side, we fought the group that jumped Cam Newton? Oh, that did that. I, well, that's, How about that? that? How about that? That'd be an ass beating because none of them fuckers could fight. No, and you can that, be, yeah. get a hold of me. That'd be actually boring. interesting. None of those fuckers can fight, man. And, and also, well, the tough part is, this. Tyler, where, where Pat and Jim and I grew up, um, my my first official fight was first grade. And it was knocked down until the bell rang. It didn't stop. And it went for like almost 20 your minutes. But I'm talking first grade. Fight, your first refereed fight? No, no, no. First grade. It was the first full-blown, just, just pounding. Yeah. And I, I could tell you who the kid is, but I'm not going to. But it, it's it was a thing here, man. Growing up in the era that we did, we would beat the shit out of our best friend and wouldn't talk to him for four or five days and then be best friends again. You That's know, it it's was, a different man. era, dude. It's just a different oh, era now. Really quick, I want to just touch on this. So if in the event that it didn't go away the, the way I thought it would, and I did catch a beating from Cam Newton, like <laughs> I would be telling people, yeah, I got beat down by Cam Newton. Fuck off. There's no part of me that would be ashamed by that. I'd be like, I, the fucking guy is four times bigger than me. Hey, I will admit that I got beat down by Cam Newton all day long. But here's the thing: if it's the other way around, oh yeah. See, like, oh, oh, you gonna be in that mother? As he's going to sleep, you gonna do the Superman? You gonna do the Superman? Be in his ear, going, "Get up, Cam! Get up, Cam! I'm gonna be talking shit." Oh yeah. You know what? That's such a lose lose situation for Cam Newton. Oh. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like yeah, it is. he's looking at us going, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like looking, he's like yeah. looking for more of a challenge, I think. I think if he saw this, he'd be like, he'd be like, like, yeah, no. No, no, no I'm good. No, I'm, I'm good. good. No. Hopefully, hopefully the fucker we get him to laugh a little bit. I mean, that'd be kind yeah, of I mean, cool. that's what, let's hope. Let's hope we can do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, hey gentlemen. Um Let's get close to wrapping this stuff up because I'm actually running out of beer too, which really is depressing, but I don't want to keep some from my curtain call. So anybody got anything fantastic they want to do for a curtain call? Let's get started and go around the horn, boys. Let's wrap it up. I'd like to say sorry um, right now that, uh, that when I was impersonating Cam Newton that he said uh, the F word that you're not supposed to say. That's not oh, how yeah. I talk. That's not no, how those are bundles of sticks, actually. If you if you yeah. dictionary it, it's a bundle of well, sticks. Well, yeah, that yep. wasn't me. That was that no. was me impersonating Cam Newton saying that to us, which sure. I don't agree with. So sure. like Wait, sorry, that. Cam. Sorry, sorry, so Cam. Let me ask you guys like, a question. Talk like that. 
Isn't that what they call cigarettes, like in England or something? Yeah. I, I, yeah, know, I mean, I think you, that's so in England, if you say smoke a fag, in England, <laughs> I don't know. doesn't that have a different meaning than. I think so. Oh, I think so, but it. I've never been there. I got to be honest. I, I'm just going to step. Uh, I'm going to step right over all that my, shit. I, my I, cheeks I, hurt from laughing because that 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 I'm stepping way the fuck away from that. Yeah, Jimmy, talking about mm, nope, nope. I'm leaving that one alone. No yeah, way. I, I I got nothing for you. <laughs> I uh okay. Oh, so shit. on my curtain call, I'd like to say that uh, I just saw this on the internet that uh my beloved Seattle Mariners in their entire history have had more guys miss time because of ruptured testicles than playoff appearances. Jesus. That's and I'd like, to I'd like to laugh and make that a joke, but that's so fucking sad. They've had five instances where guys have ruptured their testicles and had to miss time. <laughs> the most recent one I can think of was Mitch Hanniger not that long ago. Who Not is back to being a Seattle Mariner now, but and in their entire history have made the playoffs four times. Okay, so throwing it out from somebody that's never had a ruptured testicle, I actually feel really bad for those Mariners players and all Mariners. Oh, yeah, fans. it sucks for them. It sucks for a Mariners fan worse. I'd rupture my testicle if they made the playoffs this year. <laughs> if that was the trade-off. Fuck take them both. You know what? As a matter of fact, so rupture both of them. So, so you can say, I don't say, give a fuck. I need them bitches in the playoffs. Well, so, so you can playoffs. make an argument. So, you can make an argument that you would be willing to add to that historical record of ruptured testicles in order for them to make the playoffs. That makes sense. I'm down with that. 100%. I mean, that's a true fan. That is a well, true I, fan. I, I would and rather I see the playoff appearances catch up to the ruptured testicles myself <laughs> without rupturing I mean, another one. Yeah, because yeah, that's just always get him out of my wife's purse first. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually so true. <laughs> Who else uh, no, got actually, one? yeah, it wasn't that much. <laughs> yeah, it's totally true. <laughs> hey, so my curtain card goes out to Chop Robinson, Ed Dresser oh, from Penn yeah. State. Dude, there you go. Because uh, he has four, such a cool name. Four seven. First off, that's a super cool name, Chop yeah. Robinson. But. Four seven nine? Are you shitting me? The guy's a monster. He's huge. It's terrifying. Goes out there, runs a four seven nine. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Fuck Cam Newton. Chopper Robinson. Fuck Cam Newton. Hey, well, if, we got Chop, if we got Chop Robinson with us, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Us four and him. Then, then it's on. It's on <laughs> like Chop Robinson. Then I'm feeling us better. Us four and Chop Robinson would fuck a lot of people up. I think. <laughs> I agree. Good I God, agree. Man. Yeah. What about you, Patrick? You got one? Yeah, I'm gonna um, give my curtain call to Jalen Phillips, defensive end slash linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. Yep. He is. Uh, the doctors are absolutely. It, it, he's pulling off like a an Adrian Peterson type act. Uh, everybody that knows Adrian Peterson at one point in time he ruptured. Was it both his his MCS or I mean he had a horror, horrific injury like three quarters into the season. They said he was going to be out all the next season and he was ready by the start of training camp. He's ready in like nine months or something like that. That's yeah. when he went off and, for like two thousand yards. He ran for I mean yep, just and, stupid. So. Uh, 
Hey, so he's pulling that off. So Jalen Phillips, they already said he wouldn't be back till like game 10 or 11 if he even came back next season. Now he's projected to start the season. I mean, his recovery no, is looking just, good. He's yes. just, the doctors are absolutely amazed um, how far he's come. He's already walking. He's getting ready to start running. Looks like he's going to be ready for the start of the season, which is mind-blowing. So, Which is fucking awesome. And well I'm a Dolphins fan, so cheers to that. So yes, I've sir. got I got one super quick, and, and this is going to go out to one of these homeboys on the panel, Tyler. Um, homeboy just got hosed. Everybody gets hosed at work in some way, shape, or form. Everybody has something happen, doesn't go your way, pisses you off, whatever. It all happens. Life's busy as shit. And homeboy, he's taking it in stride. And he was actually here to bullshit and call out Cam Newton. Oh, no, not call him out. Sorry, T. <laughs> but, but talk about him. But you know what? I all didn't call him out. I, mean, we... I didn't call him out. <laughs> no, definitely not. But cheers hey. to you, dude. And all this shit you're going through, because I know hey. there's a lot on the table. Hey, can you guys... Can you guys give me 30 seconds? I got one more shout out. I'll be right back. Give me 30 seconds. Oh, shit. So you know what he's doing? Uh -oh. He's going to get his Great Dane. He's going to get uh -oh. his Great Dane. He's going to bring his Great Dane in with a jar of peanut butter. Yes. And if he starts, <laughs> if he starts dropping fuck, trout, you I'm going to end, I'll end this motherfucker okay. right so now. If that, if to I see all that our listeners, comes. to all our listeners, uh, we had a birthday on a panel. Lee's birthday was last uh, Monday. Is that right? It was, yeah, the 26th, yeah. That's Monday? Yeah. So, is that 35? Ah, uh, 27. 27, really again. Close to that. And, and I remember yeah. you commenting on the lime uh, hornitos of the hand. Yeah. So uh, this is a brand-new bottle. I don't know if you can see that. That's oh, yeah. hornitos. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Black, black label. Black black label. Pretty pricey. That's good stuff. But um, this is it's full bottle. It's uh, sitting here for your disposal. So uh, just wanted to... Have all of our listeners uh, wish uh, Lee Morley a, uh, a belated uh, happy birthday, and you got a uh, fifth of Hornitos Black Label at your disposal. So. Okay, so you're, you're, you're <laughs> I would go get that you. fast you know that, though right? if I was you. Lee. Yeah, I'd I know. Get that like, I know. Like today, Jesus. I'd go hey, get that. Hey, hey, if you think I need treatment, man, you can actually just say that instead of like beating around the bush. <laughs> I'd be place. sitting oh. fucking right next. If you need treatment, <laughs> we would all I'd be, be doing a next. podcast for that. <laughs> Yes, sir. Resume right, well, hey, a room for four. Yeah, exactly. there we go. Beautiful. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you guys all very much for being here. And everybody, you can find us as always, you know, on Facebook and on Instagram, Cocktails and Curveballs. You can email us, Cocktails and Curveballs on Gmail. Um, check us out on YouTube. You know, give us a subscribe. You know, follow us. Let, let's make something happen with this podcast, guys, because we love it and we're doing it for us, basically. But we want you to come along. So, everybody, have a great rest of your day and cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers.